Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. A lot of us waste so much time binging Netflix or watching social media. And I know that it's because we need this release and we want to be distracted from our lives. But is that what your picture of abundance looks like? Is going to work nine to five and then binging Netflix all night and ordering takeout? Is that what abundance looks like to you? And if it's not, what does it look like? Welcome to Becoming Obsessed. I'm your host, Teresa Jean, part-time business coach, online marketing expert, digital nomad, and ultra athlete, who has always been obsessed with living a life by design, not living on default. I'm obsessed with my life, and I think you should. Becoming Obsessed is a collection of conversations that make my heart sing with the people I'm obsessed with. Join me in learning how to outsource and create ease in life and business so we have the capacity for the things we actually want to spend our time on. Let's get into it. I am obsessed with my life and obsessed with myself, and I think you should be too. Last episode, we talked about the first two steps to building a life that you're obsessed with, and also knowing when you've arrived, knowing when you've built that life that you can be obsessed with. We focused on one, knowing you're enough. Yeah, in two ways, knowing that you already are enough and knowing what it'll take in finances, in your health, in your community to have enough. And we also talked about number two, why you should write down the moments in your life that have set your soul on fire. The moments in your life that you look back on and you say, I did that. I'm obsessed with the version of myself who did that. I'm obsessed with that event. I'm obsessed that night was so much fun. Writing down those moments so that we can always call back on them and know that if we did it once, we can do it again. So today we're going to get into steps three and four, and we're going to do a little exercise. So get your pen and paper and hit pause as much as you need to. So you know what your baseline is. You know what your enough is. Let's talk about your dreams. Let's talk about what success looks like for you and what abundance looks like for you. And just like we did last week with knowing you're enough, we want to look at this on all different levels of our life. Yes, financially, but also in a career, in your relationships, in your health, and Also, in your time, and time might be the one that is most important to me. So if you are in the entrepreneurship, digital nomad world, then a buzzword we hear and talk about all the time is freedom. But freedom means something different to everyone. And what freedom means to me is that I can say yes to the opportunities that I want to. What does that even mean? It means that when I see that there's a digital nomad retreat in Greece where I travel with 30 people for three weeks, I have the space in my life to say yes, to book a flight, to go and to spend three weeks and it ended up being three months in Europe. But I have that ability to say yes to the opportunities I want to take. In some ways, that is time freedom. In some ways, that is financial freedom. Something else I want to say yes to is running an ultra marathon. But to say yes to that, I have to be emotionally, mentally, and physically capable. And I have to have the time to train up to being capable enough. 
And I am notorious for signing up for races and never being what I would consider trained enough for those races, but I do it anyway. And we just go with what we have. We train for something. And if we fall short, we can do it anyway. And we don't have to hold guilt that we didn't find a certain level of success. Because to me, it wasn't about a certain pace. It was about doing it and proving to myself I could and having fun along the way. And so if I'm looking at somebody else's definition of success, when I'm running these races and I'm tracking my pace and my time, by a lot of other people's version of success, I am falling short, I am failing, and I am nowhere near the top of the competition. But my success and my abundance in this area of my life looks different. And when I focus on the intention behind what I'm doing and what success looks like for me, instead of playing the comparison game or being down on myself or feeling like I'm not enough, I can have fun and know that I'm right where I wanted to be. Whether I'm a few hours behind in training and a few minutes behind on pace, that's okay because I'm showing up and I'm doing something that's really hard and I'm becoming more capable. And that's what success looks like for me when it comes to running and doing an ultra marathon and training and being healthy. It's about being capable and doing it anyway and pushing myself. So this is when I want you to grab your pen and paper or just think. We're going to take some time. Just pause and think about this. But I want us to get into what your picture of success is. What is abundance for you? Let's start with your time. I want you to either write down or think about what you want your time freedom to look like. I'll give you an example for me. I don't want to work 40 hours a week. I want the opportunity to on the things that I want to do, but I don't want my money to be dependent on me showing up in front of a screen 40 hours a week. So for me, abundance looks like abundance with my time, that I have freedom and control over my time, over the hours that I'm working, and being able to take a day off when I just don't want to do it. Or when somebody invites me to hang out or get coffee and the coffee turns into four hours, I want that flexibility in my schedule. And I know that's not possible for everyone. So if you do work a nine to five and you don't necessarily have flexibility while you're at work with your time, where can you be more intentional about your time after hours? And not to call out and pick on social media too much, but... A lot of us waste so much time binging Netflix or watching social media, and I know that it's because we need this release and we want to be distracted from our lives, but is that what your picture of abundance looks like, is going to work nine to five and then binging Netflix all night and ordering takeout? Is that what abundance looks like to you? And if it's not, I'm not saying you have to make any changes today, but what does it look like? What could you do instead? What are those other options of how that could look like for you? Okay, I hope you took some time to write down or to think about that. And I have one more exercise for you that is a little hefty. So I encourage you to even set a timer for 10 minutes and let yourself really write this out. Where do you want to be three years from now? This is an exercise that my coaches had me do on the Scale with Purpose Mastermind retreat that I was on a couple weeks ago. You all should hopefully remember Shay Brown, who is a guest on the podcast. And this is something that they had us do. We set a timer for probably five to 10 minutes, maybe 10 minutes. And we said, where do we want to be in three years? It is Friday morning. What time are you waking up? What is the first thing 
you're doing? Who is the first person that you're talking to? How was the work week leading up to Friday? Are you in the same career or the same job? You walk outside. What do you see? Where are you? Are you in the same location? And as you think about the weekend ahead, what are you doing? What plans or lack thereof are on the schedule? How do you feel? What emotions come to mind? Okay, hit pause, take some time and write this down. Now that we've done that, I have one more question that I want you to think about. How different does that life that you will be living three years from now look from today? How similar is it? How different is it? And what emotions do you feel when you are writing down what life looks like three years from now than you're feeling today? Because let me tell you what felt different to me and what was a huge flip for me is that when I did that, I was calm. I was calm, cool, and collected three years from now. And it made me realize that that's actually how I love to be, is to feel very calm and very grounded. And as I was doing this exercise, I was coming out of a period of time where I was not feeling that way. I was feeling a lot more chaotic, a lot more on autopilot, just kind of going through the motions, kind of doing what I needed to do, but in a little bit more of a chaotic way. Taking a moment and having this peace made me realize how far from feeling peace I was. And that's a whole nother episode about living on survival mode after two breakups in two years. And we will get into that eventually. But taking time to check in with yourself is so important. And again, I could look at myself and say, you know what? You really weren't checking in with yourself. You were taking too much time in between check-ins. You were living on survival mode and look at it in a negative and get down on myself. But instead, I chose to be grateful that all the work I've done in the past allowed me to have this check-in and to realize that my nervous system, emotionally, mentally, I wasn't where I wanted to be. And it was affecting areas of my life and was going to really impact areas of my life. So your version of success, your abundance might not be just about the career and the people in your life and the money. It might also be about your internal, how you're feeling within yourself, which leads us right into the fourth step of how to build a life worth obsessing over. And this one is the simplest and admittedly probably not the easiest. You just decide. You tell yourself, I'm obsessed with myself and I'm obsessed with my life and I love myself and I love my life. And even when I mess up and even when I don't feel great and even when I need a mental health day, I still love the journey that I'm on. And I love that I get to be alive and I love that I get to exist and that I get to be a human and that I get to figure this out and that I get to make mistakes and that I get to keep trying. It's a choice that we make to rewire our brain so that even on the days that feel really bad, there's still that silver lining that we're on the path to where we want to go and that we get to enjoy the whole experience of being human. And if this sounds a little woohoo to you, or if this sounds like it won't work for you, I just want to challenge you to say the grass isn't always greener on the other side. If you are looking at your life today and you're very discontent and you are focusing on what you don't have and who you're not, it's going to be really hard 
tomorrow to have a life you love or three years from now to have a life you love. So what I try to do, and am I perfect? Hell no. But what I continuously remind myself of is if I focus on the day that I'm in, if I focus on today, doing what I need to do to get out of bed just five minutes earlier, to limit my scrolling, to make it to the gym, even if it's not as much as I want to do, to eat healthy, even if it's just one more meal. But when I focus on today and loving my life and making today what I want my life to look like, then I trust myself to do it tomorrow. And I have confidence in myself that I'll do it the next day. And that all those days are going to build up. And so is my life exactly what I want it to be? No. And I don't need it to be. But am I obsessed with the life that I'm living, even when it's imperfect? Hell yeah. And I want you to be too. So let's get after it. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. And before you go, I have a question. When's the last time you looked in the mirror and thought, I'm obsessed? And since you're still here, I want to know what you're currently obsessed with. Message me on Instagram at becomingobsessedpod and let me know. All right, let's go get obsessed.